Welcome to the Freshman Foundation Podcast, helping you make the jump from high school athletics to the collegiate level and beyond with your host, Michael Huber. Hey everyone, it's Mike Huber, founder and CEO of the Freshman Foundation. Welcome to the Freshman Foundation Podcast, a podcast specifically geared toward the challenges associated with the transition from high school to college athletics. My episode today is a special one. I have multiple high school baseball players who talk about their process of being recruited and then ultimately committing to their respective colleges. So the podcast runs a little less than an hour. I spend uh, about 10 to 15 minutes with each of the guys asking them about their recruiting process, some of the challenges they faced, and ultimately how they came the, the decision to select the colleges that they selected. I didn't do a very good job introducing my guests. So I wanted to make it clear who they were in this intro so that you knew exactly who I was talking to. The first of my four guests is uh, Chase Barley, a left-handed senior pitcher at Clarkstown North High School in Rockland County, New York. Chase is committed to Lafayette College in Pennsylvania as a member of the class of 2025. My second guest is Brendan Boussier, a high school outfielder at Ramsey High School in New Jersey, and he's committed to Muhlenberg College and also in the class of 2025. My third guest is Brian Finn, who is uh, currently a senior at Springside Chestnut Hill uh, High School in Pennsylvania, and he's committed to Cutstown University in the class of 2025. And then my final guest is Andrew Fisher, who's a junior who is committed to Duke University in the class of 2026. He's currently a baseball player at Wall High School, Wall Township High School here uh, near my home in Fairhaven, New Jersey. So the four guests were great. Um, they all have different stories. They all have different processes. The common link between all four guys is that they are represented by College Sports Advisors, or CSA, uh, which is a New Jersey-based company that helps high school athletes with the recruiting process and helps athletes to get placed in a desirable college situation. I had the co-founders of CSA, Mark DeSalvo and Sam Scharf, on my sixth episode. They're great guys. They do a great service for their athletes. And I know all four, four of the athletes that I talked to for this episode are extremely happy with the service they've gotten from CSA. And, you know, it was just a pleasure to talk to them. I love talking to athletes and hearing their story firsthand. So hopefully you'll enjoy this episode. So like I said, it's uh, you're going to be hearing from Chase Barley, Brendan Boussier, Brian Finn, and then Andrew Fisher. So I uh, hope you enjoy the podcast and I look forward to hearing your feedback. Thanks so much. First of all, thanks for joining me. It's great to have you here today. Of course. I, you know, I work with athletes like you, high, a lot of high school kids, baseball, soccer, different sports, uh, specifically helping them with the transition from high school to college. So when I got hooked up with Sam and Mark, I just thought it'd be really cool to have a chance to talk to, you know, some of the guys who are represented by CSA, uh, college sports advisors to kind of hear their story, you know, about the recruiting process and what they're looking forward to next year. Sound good? Of course. All right. Well, I did a little bit of homework. It sounds like your recruiting process was a little bit challenging at points. So what, why don't you just tell me a little bit about how that went for you? So basically, I mean, I started working with Sam in the middle of Corona. It was, um, I think we started in probably early spring. Corona had just happened. Everybody was out of school. No one knew what was going on. And we kind of 
we kind of just panicked because we didn't know. We saw the dead period started and NCAA was making all these rules. So we thought Sam and Mark were really the way to go, especially because we had, I had no idea. My parents had no idea either. So up to that point, you know, before you had signed on to work with the, with the CSA, what were some of the things that you were doing on your own? How, how was the process different before they, they, invo- they got involved? I mean, I was playing with my summer team. We were doing showcases and tournaments like traveling around the Northeast, but I wasn't really doing any like private, not private, but like sh- like personal individual showcases. And like, I wasn't, I was on the radar of some schools, but not to the point where CSA got me. Gotcha. Okay. So they really helped you get organized. It sounds like. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I brought to them was I knew that I wanted a high academic school and then I wanted engineering. That was pretty much it. Well, you know, congratulations on your commitment to Lafayette. Great Thank school. Thank you. Thank you. Great school. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of uh, I've know of people who are currently there in the program playing baseball. So a strong connection to this area in New York and New Jersey. So it sounds like it's uh, it's a good fit for you. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. So I'm just curious, like, you know, whether it was with the CSA, you know, help or even before, like, what did you find to be the biggest challenges in the recruiting process? I feel like getting noticed was the hardest because even even before CSA, I tried sending out like video bullpens and like in-game film. And I was just getting like, thanks for sending that along. We'll keep in touch from coaches, which doesn't really say much. I mean, I thought I I was struggling to gain serious interest. I feel like I was just kind of bothering them almost. What would you say, what would you say CSA brought to the table in that respect, right? What, what did they do to help you get noticed in the process? I feel like they brought legitimacy because like my talent didn't change. I'm still the same player I was, but having them reaching out kind of like showed that I'm serious and I really actually want this school as opposed to just like whatever. Yeah, it's great. You know, it's funny. I was reading, I think it was one of the the, uh, the blogs or the press releases that they put out. And you had said that something like to the effect of you had to convince your parents. So tell me about that. Well, it, it was kind of weird because I'm, I'm at home one day playing, playing Xbox. And all of a sudden I see on my phone, I get a direct message on Instagram from Sam Sharp. I'm like, okay, I'll buy it. What is this? So I open it up and it says, hi, my name's Sam. I got your name for Michael Peak Performance and I wanted to know if you were interested in getting help in recruiting. And I'm like, okay. So I, I asked him for more info and then, then he gave us a price and I told my parents and they're like, you, you want this guy to, you're going to, you want me to pay this guy to come help you go to college? And I'm like, yeah. So like, I kind of had to convince them that I, this is really what I needed and what I wanted to go to college and play. How long did it take to convince them? Probably a week. It, it wasn't terrible, but it, it, took, it took quite a bit of talking. Good job. Good sell job. (laughs) Yeah. But listen, I mean, looking back, clearly, you know, you got the result that it sounds like you wanted. So yeah, it sounds like that investment was worth it for everybody, I would guess. Absolutely. No doubt. I would, I wouldn't, I would do it all 10 times out of 10. Nice. That's good stuff. So tell me, what did you learn about yourself in the recruiting process? I just had to stay super organized and made sure that like, all the emails were perfectly written and there was no errors and grammatical stuff. And then like, I just had, it was really the organization part that I would say was probably the most important. What I've heard and what I've learned a lot about the recruiting process is exactly that, right? Being motivated, having the athlete be motivated, knowing what to send, how to send it, when to send it, you know, knowing the rules, right? And I think that I would guess that that's probably a big benefit of being with, you know, representative like CSA, like Sam and Mark, like they know the rules in the recruiting process, right? They know the people, they have relationships. Somebody like yourself, like you could probably put yourself in 
the right spots to where you want to go, but maybe it doesn't get noticed, like you said. Yeah, exactly. Like, but like either way, I had to perform on the field, but besides just me playing and doing what I do, like there was a whole different side of just, I don't even know how to, what to say. Um, like behind the scenes, like I'm doing all the, I, they help me with emails and I have to figure out what, like what I really want in a college what, during the look, scene. I mean, that's important, right? Like that speaks to your motivation, right? It like forces you to think about like what's important to me, right? What, what, what are the reasons I want to be at this place, right? You wanted to be at a high academic, you wanted an engineering program. Like those are big things, right? If you sacrifice those things just to play baseball, like long-term, it's probably not going to work out exactly the way you wanted to. That, that was the biggest thing about my parents. Like they, they didn't want me sacrificing academics for baseball. Well, it sounds like you got the best of both worlds. Now, now that you're committed, so is there anything in particular that you're focused on or working on as you get ready for next year? I mean, right now I'm just ramping up for the, for the get ready for spring and pretty much it's just velocity right now. I mean, my off speed, I worked on that pretty much in the spring using the Rapsodo tuned, tuned up my off speed pitches. And then right now I'm using the winter just gets the velocity up. Do you have a, do you have a specific goal in mind? I'm trying to hit 90 by spring. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. I uh, I worked with a player who's now a freshman at Duke who's a pitcher. We were very close through COVID shutdown. And, um, you know, he would kind of update me on his programming through the spring. And he would talk to me about his long toss and all this stuff. And he says, I hit this on the radar gun. And I saw him go from like low 90s to mid 90s. So he was able to add like three or four miles an hour within like a two or three month period. Like it's totally possible, right? It's yeah. just a matter of having a good plan and then putting in the work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm right now, my gym just got shut down because of Corona, but it's going to be back up next week. And I'm working out five days a week and then I'm throwing twice a week. Yeah. you got, you got a lot on your plate, a lot to, a lot to work on before you get to college. So exactly. Yeah. What's your, what are you looking forward to the most about going to college next year? I mean, meeting me the team and just, getting new brothers for the next four years and hopefully for the rest of my life. That's, I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting, right? Like you're young and you know, you're, you're still going through it, but I think that that's something that as you get older, you realize is probably the biggest thing, right? You look back 10, 20, 30 years and you go like, these guys are still my buddies from high school. You know, we played ball together. We went out and did stupid stuff together. You know, all those things, they ultimately go to weddings and christenings and all this other stuff that goes on in your life. So like that's being a part of a team, there's nothing better. What would you say are some of the things that maybe you're, you see as being challenges or things that you think you might uh, have to overcome when you move to move on to college next year? I mean, I think I'm just going to have to compete for playing time. That's that's the biggest thing, being a freshman in a D1 program. I'm going to have to compete if I want to play. I'm going to have to show myself on the field. I think that's one of the biggest things that I see as as a challenge, right, is going from, especially when you're probably one of the two, three best players on your high school team, your club team, and then you go to a college team where everybody's probably just as good coming in as you, and then you've got, you know, 19, 20, 21-year-old guys who've got more experience under their belt like how do you put yourself in the position to compete right away right and deal with some of those ups and downs that might be a little bit different than than high school last question I guess and it might be one that's a little hard to answer so take your time but if you had to to kind of paint a picture of what the perfect freshman year looks like for you right baseball academic social all that like what would you say it looks like that was a loaded question that's a big Uh one I know (laughs) so basically I mean I hope I do well in all my classes. I hope I like my schedule. I hope I like my teachers and I hope I'm able to maintain my grades while playing baseball. And then for 
on a athletic standpoint, I want to play. I mean, I'm hoping to get innings out of the pen this year. I'm not, I'm not hoping to start. I'm not unrealistic, but I'm hoping to at least get some innings out of the pen and be at least help to contribute this year to get some wins to the team. Awesome. So this will be the last question. So what do you think that you need to do to get those innings? Like what, what are you focused on? What actions are you taking or what do you think the things you need to do uh, to be able to achieve that goal? Uh, this summer I'm planning on driving out to Washington DC and playing in an independent league there with some other college guys and some other Lafayette guys. So I'm going to face some big college hitters there. And I'm hoping that like, if I'm able to succeed there, then I'll be able to succeed when it comes to spring. That's excellent. I love that answer. You're challenging yourself against better competition to put yourself in a position to succeed, even if it might means maybe, you know, going through some bumps. And I think that that's a big part of the process of getting better. And so it sounds like you're uh, you're in a pretty good place. I, I can tell by the smile on your face that you're real happy. So I'd love to see that. Yeah, uh, I'm, I just can't wait to get there. Uh, I, I can't wait to watch. So um, I wish you the best of luck. Thanks Thank for coming you. on here. And Thank uh, you. happy holidays to you, you and your family. You too. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. Same here. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, how you doing? Good, Brendan. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm Mike. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Thanks for coming on here. I, I'm looking forward to talking with you. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I got introduced to you by by Sam and Mark over at CSA uh, College Sports Advisors. And I what I do is I, I, I do a lot of mental performance coaching work with uh, athletes, particularly in the high school to college space. What I really wanted to, to hear about from you today is your experience in the recruiting process, how it went for you, like what, what was challenging, what wasn't, and what you're looking forward to for next year. So uh, why don't you go ahead and, and tell listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, so basically, uh, I'm from Ramsey, kind of a small like public school. And basically, I start from the start. I kind of wanted to play D1. That was kind of my dream for a while. And then, like as I went on, I felt like maybe that wouldn't be the place for me. Like maybe I'm better off like going to a school where I'm going to play a lot, like over my four year career. So I kind of started to get started junior year. I didn't have much traction. And then, obviously, with everything that happened with COVID, it was kind of tough in the spring didn't really get to play at all. And then the summer I was struggling a little bit, had some good video of me like playing then like, but was talking to some coaches, but it was kind of really disheartening process because like every time, like you seem like you're getting somewhere with the coach, then it kind of seemed like they kind of like lost interest. So that was like really, I guess a tough part for me. And then I kind of started like slumping a little bit. And then what I really needed to do was like after the summer, I just like had like a two, three week break where like I didn't do anything baseball related because I was kind of like disheartened after the summer. I still definitely knew I wanted to play. And then I got back in the fall and I was able to like I had a really good fall season and was able to get some more video like Sam and Mark at CSA really helped me out with that emailing more some more coaches and then uh, I got an offer from a school called Stevenson in Maryland which really kind of helped kickstart some other schools and they kind of get it going like look like I like I'm really interested in your school but like I have to live the school now so like are you interested like kind of like it's not like really to like use as leverage but it's kind of like an ultimatum like where it kind of puts you in a good position so then I ended up getting an offer from Muhlenberg too which is one of my top schools from the beginning so I was happy to accept that one excellent so what what was it about Muhlenberg that you like what was like what were the things about Muhlenberg that you were what you were really looking to uh what, what was the fit there what was what was it about Muhlenberg that you liked 
Yeah, sure. So I thought it was a good academic fit, first of all, which is important for me because I knew if like, I wasn't going to like go to a D1 school, I definitely wanted to go to a school that I felt like was a good academic fit for me. So Muhlenberg is a good school, kind of filled that build. And then it's kind of just like everything I saw about it, everything I read about it, some people that I knew that I've went there, like said, like it's kind of like a nice like environment. It's like not that big of a school. It's kind of like a nice community. And that's one thing I really liked about my high school is kind of like a nice like community, like family aspect, not like I know people say family like kind of a cliche thing a lot, but that's like it's kind of a nice thing, and that's what people said Muhlenberg was like. So I thought that could definitely be a place where I would like really enjoy myself. I'm curious. So how you, you mentioned some of the ups and downs, right, in the process for this year. I mean, this year was a tough year for everybody, regardless of what it is you're trying to do. But I have to imagine as somebody who's you know a, a high school senior looking to move on to college next year, you know, all the stress of COVID and all this kind of stuff start, starts and stops really had to be really challenging so like what were some of the things you were able to do to kind of overcome those ups and downs i think uh the big thing for me was trying to like kind of like trying to like disconnect myself from everything like when i was like playing baseball just try to focus on baseball and that's something i really had like struggled with in the beginning like it was really bummer for me because i like worked really hard all winter i was really excited for like i had like a pretty good sophomore season like high school season i was like really looking forward to like we we're gonna have a really good team i was really looking forward to the high school season and then like it's kind of like that first week after i worked so hard and then kind of like everything went down like the gym's closed something like you could really keep working like you couldn't really hang out with your friends like go to the field so like one thing i did like, i got hit a lot like off the tee and stuff that's all I really could do like during the lockdown and then I guess when it got to playing like all the starts stops ups and downs I really just kind of had to try like disconnect myself from everything else like when I was playing and like kind of just focus on playing when I was playing I guess yeah no that makes sense so in the fall right you started that's when you really I mean and that's not not too long ago right the last two three months that's when you started to see those offers come in. I guess, what do you think happened in the fall? Like, you know, what what was CSA doing in the background to help you? Can you just talk about how things sort of shifted after the summer? Yeah, well, I think um, it kind of helped when I forgot like my first offer because then like I wasn't really doing too good. I wasn't like in the summer, like playing wise. I didn't feel like I was playing up to like my potential. And then like uh, with some of the video that CSA got off my good at bats, I was able to get an offer from one of the schools. And I think that really boosted my confidence. So, and then they kind of helped me like craft emails to other schools that I was still interested in and still like wanted to pursue. And then ever since I got that offer, I just had more confidence. And I think with other stuff starting up like school and I was able to see friends more in the fall, I think my whole like my whole time, like whole my whole playing experience was like a lot better. It was a lot easier. It was like a lot less outside stresses and like worries and kind of like your mental aspect is just like a lot. Like baseball is not a game where like it's like helps to be like angry playing like football. Like maybe if you're like angry or like you want to like go out there and hit somebody, but baseball, you kind of just need to be in like that good mental state in order to really perform. So I think everything kind of just fell into place for me. Like I was able to see my friends more. I got the offer. So I got some more confidence back. And I think overall that really just helped me like do better in the fall. And then Sam, and Mark got some really good video of me, like in some really good at bats, helped me craft some really good emails to coaches, which really got the ball rolling. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, you just did a you did a very short commercial for what it is that I help athletes with on the mental side, right? It is. I mean, baseball is a very mental game, probably more so than most. And if you're, you know, anything that's stressing you out, regardless of whether it's on field or off field, is going to affect your play, right? And so the ability to kind of block that out as best you can or put yourself into a positive mental state um, is going to help you perform, right, more naturally. And, and it sounds like you were able to do that once things started to go back to normal a little bit, right? When they weren't as, when they weren't normal, you were isolated and things were a little bit more uncertain. It sounded like, you know, maybe it was a little bit more uh, of a struggle. Yeah, I feel like when I was like, when things weren't really back to normal, 
like my whole like kind of like state was like based on like my baseball performance. So like when I like had other things like distracting me other than just baseball, like it was like if I had a bad day, like it was like, okay, like I still like got to see my friends at school. Like I play soccer too. So I still like soccer practice the next day with like all my friends. So it was really kind of just like when everything, like all like kind of like my happiness and like kind of like my mood, like didn't just depend on baseball. That's when I was really able to like start doing gigs. Like you have one bad day, you don't really have anything to distract you. Then you have another game the next day. All you're thinking about is it's really just, it really helps to have distractions and have that not be the only thing you're thinking about. I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot recently from kids in college who say, you know, you have to have a social life. You have to, it can't be all baseball. It can't be all whatever my sport is because then it just becomes too consuming, right? Like it just becomes all encompassing. And then like you just put so much pressure on yourself. Whereas if you can step away, go have a good time, go out to get something to eat, focus on your academics and not have to worry about the sport you're playing all the time. It's probably going to make you a better performer in the long run. Yeah, exactly. So I'm curious. So like, what would you say you learned about yourself in the recruiting process? I would say I learned that I need to be like kind of more like self-confident and like really be able to like sell myself. Cause like the recruiting process is one where you kind of really need to like sell yourself so i felt like i kind of like sell myself short kind of in certain aspects like kind of like if like you're on a phone call with a coach like you kind of really have to sell yourself and not just be like oh yeah like i'm like i'm like pretty good like you kind of really have to like sell yourself and i feel like that's something that's also important in life like you can't kind of sell yourself short like business meetings and stuff so i feel like that was an important lesson for me to learn and something i learned about myself is that sometimes i might sell myself short so i really have to be like confident in something that i feel like i am confident in so that's awesome i love that answer because you're right like even as you get older the idea that you have to promote yourself sometimes is really uncomfortable i don't like to talk about myself like we short ourselves and like that's skill that you can work on right like you've got to challenge yourself and you know i think having the guidance of you know sam and mark through the process it has to help right you have that gives you confidence when you have a mentor who says like hey it's okay to do this right as opposed to trying to do it on your own yeah. And like sometimes where I felt like I had nothing going with certain coaches and Sam would be like, no, nah, like, don't worry. Like, it'll be good. So I kind of like had like the figure like telling me like, oh, it'll be good. Like cause my parents didn't really like not, not like they helped me as much as they could, but like they don't have like a background in it. So like them telling me like, it's going to be okay. Like you don't really know anything though. Like, like not to be, not to be like disrespectful or anything. Like, like it's great that they're like trying to be supportive, but like at some point, like when you have a guy like Sam, who's done this so many times, like telling you that it like holds some weight. You're like, okay, like it's kind of like a weight off your shoulders. Sure. It's believable. It's another word I've heard is credible. And I think that does make a big difference. So what would you say is, what what are you looking forward to about college? Like what's the number one thing that you're, you're, you're excited about? I guess kind of, that's a tough one. Cause I I really did like my high school years, but I'm looking forward to like freedom and kind of just being able to like, choose what I want to do with my time. I feel like, like at home, just like, there's a lot of stuff like where you like kind of just like fill up time with like natural things like you do. But I feel like at college, like I'll be able to like find what I want to do out, like do, do during that time and kind of have more freedom. And I feel like it'll really just be nice like, to live with people and like live with like friends that I hopefully like make on the baseball team. I think that's going to be a really cool thing for me. Yeah, for sure. Are there any things that you think about in that first year that you think might be a challenge for you when you, when you move away from home and go to Muhlenberg? What's nice about Muhlenberg is I want, I wouldn't have minded going to as far school, but it's not that far. So I think that's one good thing. Like I won't like feel too disconnected from like other like friends. I have like good friend group in like my high school. 
So I feel like that won't really be a struggle. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe just like trying like to get acclimated. Like since I've had like such like a like a hard like kind of like close knit group of friends, like trying to like branch out and find other people like to like kind of not like replace that, but like kind of be like an extra thing like that I can rely on will be difficult for me. Cause like I don't want to like compare like you know what I mean like kind of like comparing like certain friends to another. So I think that might be tough like to try to like trust and meet new people. But other than I feel like that shouldn't be that much of an issue. Yeah, no, I, I but I think that's real. I went through that. You know, when especially when you have close friends from high school that you're really you know, they're really, really you're tight with, you know, when you go on and you compare everybody, I think in college to those people sometimes, and sometimes it's hard to kind of accept that, you know, it's okay to have new friends or, you know, it's okay to have different friends and things like that. So I think that that's a very legitimate, the last question I'll ask you is if you had to paint a picture of next year, right, your freshman year, like, what would you say, like the perfect freshman year looks like and it doesn't just have to be athletic it could be socially academically like what do you what are you hoping it looks like um i'm hoping i'm really just able like to manage like i'm hoping i really come like really close with like kids on the baseball team i hope i'm able to like manage like obviously work hard in school but like be like have it be manageable and like not feel overwhelmed and like kind of create like a schedule for myself where i don't feel overwhelmed and i'm really able to try to like focus like have the three separate parts like have like my academic my social and baseball like kind of keep it all like separate and like be able to really just like thrive in each and just like maintain that i guess throughout the fall winter and spring and then obviously have a successful season like as a team and then like individually too is obviously baseball is an individual sport but most importantly as a team would be like i guess my ideal freshman year yeah i i think what i what i took out of that is i think you're looking to achieve a balance right you're, you're able to do a little bit of everything and have a good year in all those aspects and you know a lot of that has to do with the way you're managing your time and stuff but you know, obviously you've gotten yourself to this point. So you're clearly, you know, you're motivated and you've got your head on straight. So I just, I'm excited for you. Looking forward to maybe getting to know you a little bit better and, uh, you know, just good luck with everything and happy holidays. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Happy holidays. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. It was uh, was a good time. Thank you. Appreciate it, Brendan. Take care. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a good one. You too. Hey, Brian. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Doing all right. Thanks for joining me here. I'm Mike. I'm Mike. How's it going? It's going well. I see you're uh, representing your uh, college uh, college choice, Cutstown. Yep, Cutstown. Excellent. Well, that's that's what I wanted to talk to you about. So, you know, I I, I got connected to Sam and Mark at CSA uh, not too long ago, and I thought that it would be great to have the chance to talk to some of their athletes about their recruiting process. I I typically work with high school and college athletes in the in the mental performance coaching space, um, but I'm really interested in the transition from high school to college. So I was hoping to hear a little bit more about uh, about your journey and your story and the recruiting process. So for the listeners out there, can you maybe talk a little bit about yourself and, and your recruiting process to this point? Yeah, definitely. So my name is Brian Finn. I'm a senior at Springside Chester Hill Academy in Philadelphia. I've recently committed to play baseball at Kutztown University. I transferred to Chestnut Hill freshman year as a reclass freshman. I did freshman year twice. Just that, I mean, it put me at an advantage against the other freshmen and sophomores I was competing with at the time. So I really thought that was a good idea. At that time, I mean, I was still smaller for being a freshman my second time around. So I realized I had to get bigger, stronger. And that's when I focused on myself and focused on, I mean, I was tracking what I was eating every day. I was, uh, I was tracking 3,300 calories a day, trying to hit that every day. 
And uh, I mean, between the end of freshman year and the middle of sophomore year, I mean, I almost gained nearly 60 pounds. So that was a big step for me. You could definitely tell that I got bigger and stronger. And I mean, you saw it in the, my numbers and everything. So, I mean, even even doing that put me aside from the other freshmen and the sophomores that weren't doing that. Putting in a lot of work. I mean, 3,300 calories is no joke. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty crazy. I assume you were lifting as well, trying to get, get muscle onto your frame. Yeah. So it was all working together. So what can you tell me about what CSA has done for you in the process? Like how their help really uh, shaped what, you know, what your choice was? Yeah, yeah, definitely. With um, my junior year being canceled, I mean, junior year is the year that you want to pop off and show everything you got. Uh, so that, that year being canceled was pretty detrimental to uh, recruiting. And then going into the summer, summer after junior year, there wasn't any recruiting happening. So we started late in the summer and we were just playing baseball. I mean, it was it was good. We were just playing. But I mean, there's no one there to watch. And I didn't really know what I was doing. Had no help until it was August 11th. I met Sam talked to him, connected, and he started figuring out where I wanted to be, where I wanted to go, uh, where he thought was a good fit, where I thought was a good fit. And uh, I mean, we focused on PSAC schools, which is a league in Pennsylvania. So, I mean, we hooked up together and then he just started coming to every single one of my games pretty much, it seemed like, because uh, I play for, I play in Domination at Domination every weekend. He's there all the time. So that helped a lot. He would come, take video, learn how I play, and he'll pass along to other coaches that we wanted to focus on, which, I mean, he got me talking to a lot of coaches. I went on a, quite a bit of visits. I know a lot of Diamond Jacks guys um, from New Jersey because I, I coached a, a bunch of them uh, at high school in high school. So uh, I know I'm familiar with uh, Diamond Nation. So that's it's a great program. And I mean, listen, I mean, with 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 respect to Sam and CSA, it's got to be great to have somebody that you feel like's got your back in the process, right? Somebody who's knowledgeable, right? And and really taking you through the process to feel like okay, like I'm making some progress. Yeah, definitely. I was looking through our text the other day, uh, preparing for this video chat. And I mean, looking back, I mean, we were texting pretty much every day, every other day, setting up calls. I mean, it was a lot. So that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of work that went into it for everybody to get where you're at, but it sounds like you made a choice that you're really happy with. Yeah, definitely. Definitely really happy with it. What was it about Kutztown specifically that you were most attracted to as a school? I got on the phone with Coach Fulmer. Uh, he's the head coach there. And after that call, I, I just felt there was, there was a good connection between coach and player. So after the call, I pretty much knew I wanted to go there. We set up a visit, went on the tour. Super nice. But overall, I think it's just, I mean, it's a piece high school. It's a great league. I think I'll improve as a player the most there. And I think there's a lot of opportunity for the future. So now that you're committed, so what are you, like, what are you focused on now? What do you working on now as you know you sort of you know now as you look forward to to going off to Kutztown eventually yeah so uh right now I'm preparing right now I'm just working working hard it's just the time to get bigger stronger I'm just in the gym whether it's hitting throwing fielding lifting but I have a trainer I'm working with Steve Melly he's a I've known him forever once somebody commits and they've got that commitment locked up like is it like oh good it's a relief or is it like oh now I got to keep grinding so when I get there I'm ready to play yeah, no, definitely. It was, I mean, it was a, uh, it was relief uh, that was off my shoulders. It was a very stressful time. I don't want to, I don't want to go there and fall behind and become stressed about that. So, I mean, I'm trying to get on top of it now, get prepared. Sounds like a good plan. So 
uh, I guess this will be my last question for you. So if you had to kind of paint a picture of what that, you know, first year of college looks like when you get on campus, like what, what would you say like would be a good, a good result for your freshman year? What would be the perfect, the perfect freshman year for you? Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to prepare myself. So uh, I could earn a spot, earn a spot day one. So just got to keep on working hard, get bigger, stronger. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's, you know, for a lot of players, that's it, man. You want to go and you want to play, right? You just don't want to be a part of it. You want to go there and contribute right away. And that's, it's a tough transition sometimes, man, but you know, if you're doing the work, you'll put yourself in the best position possible. And it sounds like you've got a lot of good people who have your back. So uh, I'm excited to see what the future brings for you. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for joining me here today. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right. Good luck with everything. Happy holidays. Thank you. You too. I'll see you. You got it. Thanks, Brian. Hey, Andrew. How you doing? Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Awesome. I'm Mike. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. I've heard a lot about you from uh, from Sam and Mark. And, you know, I got connected with them not too long ago. Uh, we've been talking a lot. And I thought it would be a great idea to have some of the CSA guys on, talk about their recruiting experience. Just as background, I don't know how much they told you, but uh, I'm a mental performance coach. I'm based here in New Jersey. Uh, and I think we actually have some links in common. So I was lo- really looking forward to talking with you today. So for the listeners, why don't you go and tell everybody you know who you are and kind of tell us a little bit about your recruiting process. Uh, I, I guess start. My name is Andrew Fisher. I'm six foot two, 190 pounds. I'm committed to verbally committed to Duke. I'm a junior, 2022, and uh, I played shortstop, third base. Uh, I bat from the left side, and uh, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. I go to Wall Township High School. Yeah, so it's interesting because the connections are are, are many. So I, I don't live too far from Wall, so that's number one. Number two is. One of my former clients or one of my players is at Duke now as a freshman, Adam Boucher. I don't know if you know Adam. Adam is from St. Joe's up in Metuchen. I coached him there for a couple of years and uh, he's actually been on my podcast. So um, another Duke guy who, uh, who seems to be loving life there. So I think you got something to look forward to. And my uh, my son, who's 12, is now a Niners uh, travel player. So I got a lot in common there. So just, you know, what I was hoping to, to hear a little bit about, you know, from you is, your recruiting process, right? Like what's it been like for you? You're obviously a junior committed for 2023, 20, 22. Tell me about that. Like what's it been like for you so far? I would say it really picked up for me uh, after COVID. So I guess that start, COVID happened. And then uh, our team was supposed to go down to like the bigger tournaments, um, like, you know, the Georgia and Florida, like national tournaments, uh, the WWBA. And uh, I guess Niners didn't end up going down. So I'm very fortunate and and thankful enough. My family took me down to uh, the Junior National Showcase. And, uh, you know, I just, I I went down there, played my best and uh, had, had a good outing. Thankful for that opportunity. And it just, everything worked out floored still that I'm having the chance to go play baseball at Duke. That's awesome. I can't, I can't wait. I'm so excited. It is. It's very awesome. And I mean, I think based on name and reputation alone, academically, athletically, the baseball program's obviously growing, but what I've seen or heard a little bit from the inside is, you know, it's, it's just as good as it's advertised, you know, which I think, you know, it's, it's really exciting. I'm excited for you. So how did you, how did you choose Duke? Like what, what was the, you know, what was it that attracted you? Maybe you know, kind of uh, how did you select over other offers? You don't have to name other schools, but like, just tell me about that process a little bit in terms of the fit. Um, so actually my, my mom works at Princeton University. Like growing up, she's uh, she's ex- definitely her and my father both uh, expressed to me uh, the value of academics. I guess just growing up, even from when I was real young, they they pushed me to work hard in school. And uh, I guess that, that definitely paid off. I think 
that definitely played a part in the uh, the decision, knowing that they whatever happens happens. But say baseball was not to work out, like walking out of uh, college with a, a Duke degree would be amazing. And uh, I think my both my parents uh, agreed that that would be something to consider when making the decision, not just saying like, all right, this is an ACC school. I want to go play baseball there or this is an SEC school. I want to go play baseball there. I also think that, uh, you know, their campus was beautiful. I The second I uh, talked to coach, I just felt like an instant connection. I was intrigued to learn more about their program and their staff and, you know, the way they think, the way they approach the game and uh, just talking to them. I was very interested in learning their philosophies and uh, I think it's just a perfect fit. I, I walked on campus and I said to my dad, I was like, wow, I could totally see myself going here. Like this, this place is sick. This is like, it seems like it could be a home. So I said to my dad, I was like, this could be a home for me. Like, this is awesome. And I uh, looked at him and uh, my grandpa and like, we were like, wow, this is like really cool. And then that was, we didn't even see the baseball field yet. Like we didn't see anything. And then we were just looking around and it was like, this looks like Hogwarts. Like, this is awesome. So I don't know. It was just cool. The whole atmosphere. I loved it. I guess it just fell in the right pieces in the right spot. And Yeah. So tell me about how 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 Sam and CSA how they helped you through the process? Um, so I would say uh, I was I was one of their first uh, people that they worked with. Um, so I think my process was a little bit different than the rest of the kids they're working with. I want to say I might have been a step or two already into it. Um, I think I had an offer to going into working with them, but they uh, they definitely helped me. You know, talk knowing how to talk with the coaches and like kind of I I expressed to them what was important to me, and they gave me feedback on like all right, you know maybe we should go this route instead of this way. Cause like, I know maybe, you know, your hitting styles this way, you believe in this and this is what's important to you. Maybe we're going to talk to these people instead of these people or, you know, maybe you should go to this showcase instead of this one. And I think that was very important to me because say, say I talked to Sam and, and he was like, Hey, you know, like maybe you shouldn't go to the junior national or Mark said to me, you know, maybe you shouldn't go to this showcase or you shouldn't, you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't or should got have went to this one. And maybe that opportunity wouldn't have been there. But, um, at the end of the day, I, I think they, they helped me tremendously. Um, whether it was getting more reps in the cage, even, even sometimes they'll help me work on my swing or, uh, you know, feeling mechanics, throwing motion, anything. Even it comes down to like, if I say to them, Hey, I'm looking to gain a few pounds here. Like, what do you suggest? Put a few extra calories on the meal plan or whatever it is. And, and even nutritionally, they're there for me. I would say they're throughout the process. They're definitely feel like they're like the big brother right there. Like they're, they're right there. I feel like it's someone like, you know, it's, it's 10 o'clock. I just got off two or three phone calls in a row with coaches and I could still give Sam a ring and he's right there ready to answer. And, uh, it was awesome. They, they definitely were very, very helpful. So. Yeah, and what I what I what I think I hear you saying is is that you you really truly trust them. You know, you trust their counsel and their advice, and you know, not just in terms of the recruiting process itself, but all of the things that surround it. You know, you're looking to them for guidance or resources to get to get to where you want to go. 100%. I, I, I have full trust in them. And uh, I feel like they look out for me. They have my uh, my best interest at, interest at heart. And uh, they're very important. Cool. It's really cool. So what would you say was the biggest, the biggest challenge in the process for you? Like what was the hardest thing you had to deal with going through the recruiting process? The hardest part for me was uh, actually when I was making the decision, having to give those other coaches a ring saying, coach, like, I'm sorry, unfortunately, it's not going to work out. Like I, I, I'm not going to be able to make it work out with you guys, but I, I'm very thankful for that opportunity given but I I would say there were some schools that like I was talking to for a year plus there 
And uh, it's, it's kind of tough to be like, all right, I talk to this guy every Tuesday, Wednesday throughout the entire process. Like, I'm, again, I'm not going to name school, but I talk to a school twice a week consistently for close to a year every week. And that having to make that phone call saying, sorry, coach, like, uh, you know, bet, best of luck in the future, like best of luck, you know, hope I could see you in the field someday. Like that's, that was a tough phone call for me. Yeah. Listen, I, I think that that's an incredible lesson to have learned and an experience to go through, because that's just something you're going to have to do, you know, in life you know, as you go forward. Right. And I think the lesson I take out of that, you know, what I hear is, Hey, you got to do what's best for you. And, you know, maybe you're going to have to have those kinds of hard conversations, but it doesn't hurt to practice them. It doesn't hurt to stand up and say, Hey, like, listen, this is the choice I made for myself and I appreciate everything you've done, but I have to go in a different direction. I think that that says a lot about you as a young man, but it also, I think it gives you a lot of life experience to take with you. One of the things I actually was very thankful for is like, I guess going through the process, uh, I think I learned that like actually doing the job of what some of these coaches do, like talking to kids. I think when I'm in the future, I think that's something I might want to pursue, like maybe becoming like a recruiting coordinator, some sort of organization. Obviously, you know, Coach Maida, he's a very detailed person. Uh, he gets right to the point sometimes. And, but just being with them throughout this whole process i've learned a lot um whether it's through hitting or even just learning about the game learning um like everything just in general whether it's on a daily basis like within my life not including baseball or, or on my swing but every day we're at it i feel like i learned a lot and i feel like sometimes even with the kids that aren't working with coach made i can see something and be like wow like i wish you know i wish i could just say to this kid you know fix this and we can make this work or something but i feel like i i kind of have like an eye for like oh that kid's got a great swing like he could be something some sometime like just work working through this. I've seen some other kids, older kids in the program might've been like a grade above me or two when I first joined and I see where they were and now, now where they're at. And it's like, it's kind of cool. I think that's something I'd be interested in. And I think I learned, like got a little bit of experience with that. And that's pretty cool. That's very cool. I mean, you're going to have, you're going to have so many of those opportunities as you get older, whether it's, you know, to help mentor younger players and you're your last year of school in high school or as you get older and get more experienced in college. But it's also you're thinking to the future, right? Like, would you want to be a coach or something like that? Which to me, I mean, that's what I do for a living. I like to help other people, right? I like to help other people be better. There's no shame in that. I, I, I endorse it. <laughs> so now that you're committed, right? Like, is there anything specific that you are working towards or you're working on in your game? Um. So actually prior to me committing, you know, a lot of people said to me like, all right, you got to get faster. The, like the size is there like whatever whatever it is you, you the power is there but you got to get faster the arm strength might be there but that's not really what matters you got to get faster and the magic number everyone always talks about is underneath the under seven 60 yard dash under seven and i worked every i feel like i've been working every day since i heard the first person say something to me even prior to me committing that's something i was like determined like you know i'm the next time I ran it, like I, I trained, like, I don't, I, I can't even explain it in words. It, it was, it was blood, sweat and tears. Every ounce of energy I had was going towards that. You know, I'm going to wake up today. I'm getting this under seven. And then when it came to the, the day I'm running again, it was like, I'm, I'm focused on that. Like, yeah, the rest of the showcase is there, but I'm going in and saying, all right, today's goal is the 60 yard dash. I'm getting under seven. And even now, like once I'm committed, uh, that's still something I think is important to me. So I'm, I'm working every day trying to get faster. I, I feel like it's working. I'm working with a, a guy named Val out of uh, Tin Falls, and he's great. He's a lot of the kids on my team work with him, and uh, he's definitely helped me a lot. I know Val's name, and I've been in contact with him because 
a few of a couple of my soccer players that I work with uh, up in the area here use Val as their trainer. So uh, it's kind of a small world here, uh, but that's great. And I'm, I'm curious. So like specifically, like what are some of the things that you were doing every day to achieve that goal, right? To get that number under seven seconds, whether it's like, you know, you're going through a ladder or you're going over hurdles or you got weight around your, your waist and you're running sprints or, you know, I remember during the summertime, obviously I commit, I committed in June, uh, June 2nd of 2020 and, uh, whole summer prior to that spring um obviously you have covid going on val took me outside i want to say it was three four days a week with me and him twice a week we were there testing you know seeing if i was getting seeing progress getting faster but every day like i was out there with some football teams uh soccer teams whatever it was and i felt like i was, I was only a baseball player there but it was helping me we we're out there on a, on the turf just running sprints going through cones, whatever it was, but it, it was, it was good. Very, 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 very helpful. You know, I, I wrestled when I was younger. My dad's a, the head wrestling coach at Wall High School. I, I wrestled from, I guess, the summer of fifth grade going into sixth to freshman year. I, I wrestled and uh, his workouts are very comparable to a wrestling workout. Those, those are very tough. And uh, Val, Val pushes you. If I could wrestle, I definitely would right now, but focus on baseball. I understand. Wrestling is a, is a different animal altogether too. So uh, not the, not the easiest thing in the world. World. I have tons of respect for wrestlers for a lot of reasons. But what I think I hear you saying too is, I mean, you sound like somebody who's willing to do the work, right? And I think that that's, you know, ultimately we can always get better at the things that we're doing in our game. And, you know, you identified your speed as one aspect of your game that you wanted to get better at, but you can apply that process, right? As you go forward and say like, oh, I want to hit for more power. I want to do this. I could that. It's all a matter of identifying what you want to do as a goal and then figuring out what you need to do to get there. And it sounds like you're willing to do that. So that's really cool. I love working out, especially uh, when, when you have kids who have the same dream and passion for the game that you do. Like I, I can, I can, probably name me 10 kids right now that if I give a call up on the phone and say even I guess what time is it now almost six o'clock I can probably call them up and be like hey yo let's hit the gym let's let's go for a run it's I mean it's snowing outside and and they'll find a way if I I'm sure we can call up the coach and be like hey let's can we get a cage going here we got three or four kids going I'm I'm sure these kids are willing to work and I I love it and getting those calls from those kids as well is awesome because I love getting in there and getting pushed by them especially the older kids because I love to see what they do to get better and where, where they're at and uh it's pretty cool all right so a couple more questions here so I know you've got one more year of baseball at uh, at Wall, so you're not exactly on the cusp of college yet. But as you look ahead, uh, if you if you had to look ahead, what would you say you're looking forward to the most about college? Um, what I'm looking forward to most, um, I guess, just meeting my teammates. Honestly, I think that's that's going to be something pretty cool. They're going to be kids I'm going to be spending, I guess, the rest of my life with. So I guess being part of a team uh, in college is is something unique that not everyone is gets the opportunity to. Like everyone goes to college and you're in a sorority or whatever whatever you want to call it, and they uh, they get they get a chance to to meet their lifelong friends. And I think baseball, you know, you're with those kids every single day. You're in the classroom together. You're in you're on the field together. You're in the dugout. Together. Together. you're you're walking around campus together getting food together everything so i think those I'm, I'm, I'm excited to meet them and uh i've touched base with them through social media but obviously you can't get a great read on on everyone on social media so i can't wait to just shake their hand for the first time saying my name is andrew where are you from <laughs> a lot of jersey guys in that program definitely yes it's awesome all right so again i, I might I might ask might be asking a question that's hard to answer at this point in your life but 
if you had to paint a picture of what the perfect freshman year at Duke looked like for you, what would what would you say? How would you describe it? Perfect freshman year. I mean, obviously, I want to play. I want to get on the field. Uh, I want I want to get an opportunity. I, I hope that's something that's that's given to me. Obviously, you got to work for it. It's not nothing just going to be handed to you. But like you said, I'm willing to put the work in. Tell me what you need me to do, and I'll do it. But I I'm hoping I get the opportunity to get on the field, show them what I can do, and hopefully get into the starting lineup at some point. Whether even obviously, I know it's hard for a lot of freshmen to get into the starting lineup. That's the goal at the end of the day. Just get on the field, play baseball, play the game I love, and just keep rolling. Exactly. You control what you can control. And that means, hey, this is my goal for day one. I want to get there. What do I need to do? Right. Tell me what I need to do and you do it. And then when you get there, you know, you let the chips fall, but you know, you've done the work. You can't, you can say that I, I did everything I could to put myself in the best position to succeed. So it's been great, you know, spending a little bit of time with you, getting to know you. Clearly, you're really excited and enthusiastic about your baseball career to come. And it's been great hearing about it. So I appreciate you uh, taking some time to talk to me here. No, th- thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And and uh, I wish you and your family, you know, a great holiday. Hope you have a great, uh, great holiday season. Yeah, you too. Merry Christmas. Yep. Same. Thanks, Andrew. Mike Huber is the founder and owner of Follow the Ball Coaching, located in Fairhaven, New Jersey. He is a mental performance coach and business advisor dedicated to serving athletes just like you reach their full potential on and off the court. The Freshman Foundation is all about helping you get to the next level. For more information, follow along on Instagram at The Freshman Foundation. Please subscribe. Give us a like on iTunes, Spotify, leave a review, tell a friend. Most importantly, Come back in two weeks, ready to get better.